Hello, it's the September DCM podcast. My name is Tom. And for a bit of context, we're recording this on Thursday, the 21st of September. It's the day after the DCM Awards, and I'm joined by DCM's creative director, Jeremy Colsar, and business director on Team Indies, Alex Brooks. Jeremy, how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing very well, all things considered. It's feeling very much like the uh, morning after the night before. Alex, are you okay? I'm very well, Tom, very well. Good. I think they might be lying. But <laughs> before we chat about the awards, and that's what this podcast is, it's an update on the DCM Awards, who won, and a bit of context behind the winners. Let's do a quick update on what's happening in cinemas. Barbie is now up to 8.3 million DCM admissions. That's more than No Time to Die, and it's closing in on Avengers Endgame. That's impressive, isn't it, guys? Incredibly impressive. Yes. We need to add one more admission to that because I need to make it. an admission. <gasps> Jeremy, yeah, it, we know. found someone in the office who hasn't seen it's Barbie. It's terrible, isn't it? Brooks, have you terrible. seen Barbie? I've seen Barbie, yes. Okay. It, was, it was great. Good. But are you going to go and see it? I will go and see it, most okay. definitely, yeah. Oppenheimer Good. came first for me. So in terms of TVRs, Barbie is currently at 30 1634 adult TVRs and 44 1634 women TVRs. These are remarkable numbers. But as we're getting close to Q4, there's some terrific films on the horizon for a range of audiences. For an art market ABC One audience, we have Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro in Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon on the 20th of October. Just how excited are we for this film? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a cracker, isn't it? The, it looks the, a knockout. The star talent on it on screen is going to be incredible. It looks a knockout. Yeah. That is the same day as Trolls Band Together, which is one of the biggest films for the family and house person with children audience this year. Jeremy, you and you have a small person in your household. I do have a small person in my household. Is he interested in Trolls Band together? A- absolutely, yeah, he is. Okay, yeah, he was. Uh, we saw the trailer in front of Teenage Ninja Turtles a couple of weeks ago, and yeah, he was audibly excited about it. And Alex, your young person is not old enough for Trolls Band together yet. No, I don't think Ruby will be able to make it, so I might just have to be taking one for the team there. And so you've already mentioned it. Yeah. Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Yeah. Just go back on that. How good was that? It's so good. So good. I'm, I'm loving the, uh, the influence I think Spidey has had, Spider-Man into Spider-Verse. You know, it was, I think the, uh, the animation in it was just lovely, was lovely, lovely to, lovely to watch. Yeah, really, genuinely really, funny. And a really good film, yeah. Seth has, or Seth Rogen's obviously put a lot of time and effort in. Yep, and early November sees the MCU return to the big screen with the Marvels, and a week later it's The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, which is released on the 17th of November, and both these films are great for a 1634 audience. So let's get this over and done with. Let's move on to the DCM Awards. <laughs> it's the biggest night in the DCM calendar, isn't it? What a night as well. I mean, that's the that's my fourth DCM Awards. Tom, is it your seventh year of hosting the DCM seventh Awards as well? Seventh year of hosting the DCM Awards, yep. I think that was the busiest event I've been at anyway. Yeah, it was, it was a real genuine buzz in the room, wasn't it? Really it really was, yeah. It was a fantastic, fantastic night, yeah. So it was held at, in the Princess Anne Theatre at BAFTA, which I think holds 230 people. Yeah. And we had probably 15 people stood at the sides, didn't we? I don't know if that's a fire hazard, but um, <laughs> it's too late now. No, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, we had we couldn't see everyone who wanted to be sat. Yeah, no, it was... Uh, and uh, yeah, it's, as, as I think Brexit just said that the buzz in the room was was incredible. It's always a good event, but I think last night's was uh, was certainly one not to have missed. Yes, it's. I think we've raised the bar even further. So we'll go through the awards individually, and the first award is for Best Use of Cinema Small, and this category awards campaigns under £250,000, which demonstrate the best strategic use of cinema. And 
the winner was proving both the long and short of it from Greg's and Carry UK. And the judges said of the winning campaign that it had a clear vision and strategy with robust measurements that isolated the impact of the cinema medium's performance. It was a fun creative that had simple insight and smart execution targeting people in groups going to the cinema at night. And it was a standout winner. I think it was great to see Greg's on the big screen, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and they used the remix of Tori Amos's Professional Widow as the music. I mean, as a, as a muso, you would know that, wouldn't you? But yeah, and I was, yeah, and it, was like, it was a really, a really good ad, yeah. certainly. Yeah, and has clearly done, done well. And uh, that's great to hear that song pumping out of big speakers because I'm too old to be going to nightclubs where that might be played. But do they still play that in nightclubs? I don't know. I think you've been spotted in nightclubs, Tom. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> great to see Greg's on the big screen and a, and a popular winner. The next category was for best use of cinema large, which rewards campaigns over £250,000. So like the first one, but bigger campaigns. And this was won by Kia, an independent cinema driving to the future with Havas Media Network and Havas Play. And it's a campaign that both of you have been heavily involved in, isn't it? We have, yeah. We've been working on it for about a year and a half now. Can you give us a bit of context behind it? Uh, so yeah, so they um, they partner with our independent estate and predominantly uh, run a gold spot across the whole of our estate, but then uh, work in a little bit more of a, a connected way with Picture House um, around their their membership program um, and and also some stuff they do with Picture House Pop Up. Um, and yeah, it's been this was this is kind of awarding the first year of it. We're really pleased to say they've signed up for a second year, um, and it's yeah, it's been a great campaign so far. Yeah, and the, and I think it's a really powerful ad, actually, the, mm. the Kia one. You know, if, I mean, I go to the cinema a lot, particularly at Picture House, and every time it comes on, I just think it's really uh, beautifully made and has actually, when I think about it, transformed the way I think about the brand Kia. I think that was that was exactly what they were setting out to do. You know, they've they've gone uh, gone from a, I suppose a lesser known brand, and we're really trying to attract a more upmarket audience. Um, and I think, you know, having spoken to the, to the client about it, you know, they were very much looking to change perceptions um, and have, have absolutely done that. They're up to, you know, one of the top five car marks now in the country. And I don't think anyone would be going out now looking at a new car and not considering a Kia as a result of it. They've, they've got uh, yeah, some great cars out there. The judges said that Kia has demonstrated a big commitment to cinema and it was a compelling entry that capitalised on a wide range of touch points using all aspects of cinema both on and off the screen to shift brand consideration for an upmarket audience. Alex, is this, has this been a lot of work for you, this one? Do you know what, Tom? It's been it's been a big team effort. So lots of people involved, the DCM Studios guys, have us, have us play in Ocean and Kia. So it's been a big team effort across the board and it's been a really exciting one to work on. So yeah, lots of hard work, but a very rewarding campaign and it's now award winning. So it just makes it even better to work on. And I'm sure there'll be contenders next year as well when, as we go into the second year of their, camp, uh, their campaign. Yeah, I would certainly hope so. Yeah, I mean, they... they they continue to want to, to push as much as they can into the world of cinema. They, they, they really enjoy what they've done so far, but they're not being complacent about it. They certainly want to be kind of pushing us into new areas, which I think is going to be all the better for the campaign. And yeah, hopefully we're sitting here talking about it again next year. And who knows, in a few years' time, they may be up for nomination for the, the best long-term use of cinema. You heard lovely? it here first. And didn't. I mean, I think he's putting money down on it. Yeah. <laughs> so the next award is for the best use of creativity in cinema and rewards campaigns that can demonstrate the clever use of new ideas and innovative thinking for the cinema medium to deliver something tangible for an advertiser. And this was won by JD, 
Sports with, with their ad, JD, King of the Game. This was from JD Sports and Smart Media. And this is another campaign you were involved in, wasn't it, Jeremy? It was indeed, yeah. It was, um, That's why he's on the podcast. I, I, apparently so, yeah. Um, yeah, no, we were, we were heavily involved in this one. And again, in a very similar... Um, vein to to Kier. It was it was really down to an incredible client, incredible agency to be working with. Um, they came to us with a Christmas ad, and we got very early sight of the Christmas ad that they were going to be making, um, and helped them kind of evolve and, and get a bit more um, presence within the reels by creating some DCM idents, which we did with with some of their footage. And so DCM Studios did that. Yeah, yeah, we were we were involved in that. Yeah. And this was the first time JD had used cinema as well, isn't it? Yeah, which I mean, thinking about it, it's just incredible, isn't it? I mean, JD Sport, you would think, is you know a pinnacle brand for cinema, particularly a brand that's going so heavily after that kind of sixteen thirty four audience. But um, but yeah, they'd not not been on before. So um, again, it was really down to the guys down at Smart Media who saw the opportunity um, and really worked well with the the client to to be able to deliver the campaign. So yeah, another world serve win. And some smart buying as well, because it was running in Black Panther Wakanda Forever yep. in the run-up to Christmas last year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, great, great bit of planning to, to run alongside it. And, you know, the, again, the, the advert's great. Um, we managed to extend it um, with some of the footage from their advert to essentially make it look like our ads were playing through the, uh, through the JD universe. Um, so, yeah, no, it, was, it was a really, really fun campaign to work on. As I said, again. And some big names in the ad as well, wasn't there? Yeah, all of Kano, them. Yeah, I mean Central C, I think as well. There were there were lots of people that I'm told I should recognise, but uh, sadly didn't. But uh, yeah, they were. They, they, yeah, I mean it was star star studied for music, sport. Um, yeah, it was good. So JD, you're back on screen as well, aren't they? Yes, they're looking to come back on in, in Q4 in the build-up to Christmas. So, um, yeah, it'd be good to get JD back on the big screen this year. That's a great story. So the next award was Best Marketing for Good Cinema Campaign, which recognises campaigns that have delivered a tangible impact for good. And the winner of this one was called Empowering Hope, the Class of COVID Campaign from the Prince's Trust and M6 and Partners. And the judges said that this is a powerful case study that both utilises the emotional and communal impact of the big screen, using the medium as a conversation starter for audiences. It is personal and reflective with the creative of someone standing at a lectern addressing the audience, fitting very well with cinema. And that person was Ashley Walters, who can currently be seen in Top Boy. And this is a powerful ad, isn't it? Yeah, it really was. Actually, coincidentally, JD had uh, Kano in there from uh, from Top Boy as well. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a, a really... As you as you just said, you know that it was um, Ashley standing at a lectern talking to an audience, but actually the way it was shot, it then felt like he was very much at that lectern uh, talking to the cinema audience. So, so yeah, it was, a, it was a really lovely ad. So the next award is for best long-term use of cinema, which rewards campaigns that show evidence of the longer-term commitment to the cinema medium as part of a brand strategy. And the winner of this one was IKEA Use End Frames delivering great results from IKEA and iProspect. And the judges said that this is an IKEA, obviously, are a truly a long-term supporter of cinema, consistently investing in the medium for almost a decade, and they've creatively switched up their campaigns and messaging, clearly executing their strategy with a huge amount of attention and insight to maximise everything cinema has to offer, including our um, geotargeting tool Cinemapper and end frames to drive footfall to local stores. And as a creative person, Jeremy, I find IKEA's ads always really fun creatively. And this one's no different, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, they, they, they smash it out of the park every time, don't they? So, yeah, I mean, it was in- incredible uh, ads. But, I mean, I think the, the longevity, obviously, was, was what they were winning for here. And, and a brand that's stuck with us for a decade and has um, continued to grow what they do within the world of cinema, as you said, using Cinemapper and things like that this year, um, really shows they're, they're investing in the medium and they're, they're clearly 
getting some good results out of it. The next category is was one we introduced last year, uh, and it's called Cinema Champion of the Year. And we had two winners this, in this category, an individual and a team. So the individual was Sophie Martin from Initiative, and you've worked with Sophie for quite some time, haven't you, Alex? Yeah, no, that's correct. I mean, just just before I go into um, talking about Sophie, I just want to say that the lineup for Cinema Champion of the Year was incredible. There were so many strong candidates on the on the list that all could have won. But um, yeah, from working with Sophie, so Sophie works at Initiative. She leads on the Amazon account, and she's been an absolute cinema champion in helping to to grow um, and develop the Amazon account on on the big screen. Uh, aside from Amazon, she's also helped to get Nike or Nike. I don't no, you, are you a Nike or Nike? Well, Tom? I always say Nike, but I think I mean it is Nike, isn't it? It's, it's Nike. Jeremy, you, you're, you're wearing a Nike T-shirt now. It's, is it Nike I or mean, Nike? I think it's it's got to be Nike, hasn't it? We all watched Air this year. Yeah, they we? do say yeah. Nike, yeah. don't they? Yeah. But it's yeah. just the fact that obviously Mike is a popular name <laughs> and that's spelt the same. So yeah, I just, it felt, yeah. I, but I feel like I need to adjust into saying Nike, but I just haven't been able to do it. I think I've always been Nike, but we'll go with Nike. But um, yes, yeah, so Initiative won the the Nike account. Uh, recently and um, Sophie's helped onboard them onto cinema and they've they've run two or three campaigns already in the last 12 months um, and she also about 12 months ago 18 months ago helped to get Deliveroo onto the big screen for their first ever cinema campaign so she really does champion cinema over at Initiative um, so yeah it's just great to, to see her recognised for all the great work she's been putting in behind the scenes. Great a worthy winner by the sounds of things and then obviously we had another winner uh, or group of winners in this uh, in this category. So um, we had a team that won this as well, and that went to the Samsung AV team. Uh, and the judges said that this team truly leads the way with taking a cinema-first approach, championing the media across all of the Samsung's products with a range of creative partnerships to long-term sponsorship deals and bespoke ident takeovers. They push hard at every opportunity and deliver significant results. And this is another thing that the DCM Studios team have worked on, isn't it? Yeah, we've been Jeremy? working. With, yeah, we've been working with a lot with them them this year on a, a number of different um, different campaigns. Hopefully, they'll be uh, in for the awards next year with them. Um, but yeah, they're they're a, they're a great team. You know, I mean, they 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 really understand cinema, but they also value the the, the input that we can we can have and, and generally want us to help them uh, kind of create great campaigns for them. So um, and we created yeah, just, some ident's for them, didn't we? As yeah, well. we've done some done some ident's for them um, uh, around a blockbuster opening week. Um, package that they they've bought into so so yeah so they're and the picture house on 16 to 25 yeah yeah so a really lovely partnership with uh with picture house um who have an under 25s uh sponsorship um so yeah so they've they've had uh one of their phones sponsoring that um been working with their tvs on the the blockbusting opening week stuff um but yeah they're, they're a they're a really collaborative bunch and i think that's that's probably one of the main reasons they've ended up winning the award great and then we move on to the final award of the night, which is the big one, the Grand Prix, which is chosen by the judging panel solely from the winners of the five main entry categories. And the winner receives a red carpet experience for four people and a cinema screen time campaign to the value of £100,000. And unsurprisingly, the winner was Kia and Independent Cinema Driving to the Future together from Kia and Havas Media Network and Havas Play. We've already spoken about it, but the judges said that the winner was a standout favourite. It's a campaign that is carefully thought out and was a top contender among multiple categories. And Kia has shown a true understanding of the entire cinema environment with a long-term commitment to fully integrate across the whole consumer journey from being on screen to in the foyer, membership, and all the way to the dealership to deliver across 
key KPIs. And this was a very popular winner, wasn't it, Jeremy? Yeah, it really was. I was lucky enough to be in the in the judging room when they were they were talking about all of the awards, and and Kia really was up there for for a lot of the awards. Um, so you know they they. They could well have ended up winning more had there not been uh, some stronger candidates out there, possibly. But um, yeah, they were there were constant chat throughout the whole whole afternoon that we had. So I think a very very worthy winner, and certainly Brooksy and I are very pleased with it on the basis of the amount of work that we've uh, we've both put into it. So what does this mean for Havas, Alex? Tom, I think it's huge. It's it's taken a lot of work to get this campaign off the ground, and now we're into the second year. It's just great to see it's been recognised across the industry. So I know the guys at Havas are really pleased. Likewise at Kia as well. So yeah, it's it's great news all round. So that was the Grand Prix, the final mm-hmm. award of the night. What should we be looking for next year? What will we like to see from award contenders next year, Jeremy? I think I'd love to see see campaigns that have really pushed our medium on and it's it's often quite a difficult one to to kind of put into words with that but i think working with working with brands working with agencies that really push us um enabling us to answer kind of tough questions that, that are being asked by clients i think um who knows we'll we'll see where we go from a from a creative point of view but and more and more collaboration with dcm studios i mean obviously yeah I, i'm i'm absolutely going to um going to say that but um but i think it's you know I, th- I think where where we work best and i do mean this across the whole of dcm is is when all elements of our business are brought into play whether that's you know the the, the fantastic sales team we've got ourselves in studios uh, michael bensley down at uh, in the client team you know and his team bringing everything in together i think it's it's that kind of collaboration within the business that then often leads to these big campaigns and Kier is absolutely an example of that. You know, we work very well across the whole business to uh, to make sure that that's as, as big and as best as it can possibly be. So I think more of that, please. I'd love to uh, to work with, with more clients on that basis. So that's it. Another year of the DCM Awards. We've done seven. We're on seven. to eight next year. Uh, it's been a great year, and uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing what what the studios team, what DCM, what the agencies we work with and what all the great brands we um, put on screen produce over the next year and what we'll be celebrating this time next year. Exciting times, isn't it? So thanks for listening, everyone. I'll be back next month. Uh, I think we'll probably be talking about the London Film Festival a bit next month because it's London Film Festival starting in a couple of weeks and there's some of the most exciting films of the next few months will be premiering there. So myself and some of the team will be talking about that. But thanks for listening. Bye-bye. 